as we settle into the practice here in the heart of this retreat, we can begin to pay attention to more and more subtle objects of experience. Again, as a review, we've We begin the practice by grounding in the body a sense of presence, an intimate knowing of our present moment experience through the breath, through physical sensations. But we use that as a foundation for paying attention to the mind. What's the mind doing? How is the mind reacting, responding to this moment's experience? What are the factors in the mind? talked about working with the hindrances and the difficult states of mind like fear or judging and also cultivating knowing the wholesome states of mind like joy or gratitude, calm or concentration. Temple spoke the other day about uh, an aspect of experience called Vedana, this feeling tone that's present in every moment of experience of pleasant, unpleasant and neutral. And in my talk last night about craving, this is really a a helpful place to bring awareness to because we can see how the pleasant leads us into craving, unpleasant to aversion or pushing away, and the neutral often leads us into spacing out or immediately looking for another hit of the pleasant. So tracking these kinds of movements of mind really helpful in our understanding of the causes of suffering and how to find peace or freedom or letting go. Another important mental factor that we can bring into our mindfulness, again optional, not something you have to do all the time, but can be really helpful, is the mental factor of intention. Intention is important because it precedes every action of thought, word, or deed. It is intention that is the engine that drives karma, the teaching on cause and effect. And so as we bring our mindfulness to this often very subtle quality of mind, it creates a choice point. It creates that possibility of wisdom, of the mindfulness bringing wisdom in, sometimes very naturally, but sometimes through a refinement of understanding of what's skillful or unskillful, wholesome or unwholesome. What can we let go of? What will bring more ease in any given moment? So we can begin to pay attention to this factor of mind. It's a very subtle arising, though. Even though it's a mental quality, it's a mental factor, we often can experience it as this little blip of energy that precedes a movement or an action. In paying attention to intention, you don't want to drive yourself crazy trying to notice it if it's not obvious. So when we begin with this practice, it's helpful to begin with larger movements. In the sitting, generally, we're relatively still, so there's not a lot of obvious intention that we might be able to notice. But certainly, if we're feeling uncomfortable in the body, and there's the wish to move, to to give some release to the body, there's an intention before that movement. 
If you have an itch and you want to scratch, there's an intention that inspires the hand to move towards the itch and to scratch. So those kind of things we can begin to pay attention to just in the sitting practice. Even things like swallowing or coughing, we can notice the intention of those actions. Again, not to think you have to notice every intention. We can't. They're, present, they're said to be present in every mind moment. And there are many, many mind moments in a moment. So it's not about noticing every one, but the ones that precede significant actions is where we can begin this practice. So in the sitting, there are a few places we can be aware of. As we go into movement, there perhaps can be um, more clear ways to notice intention. At the end of the sitting, I might invite you to notice the intention to stand, to begin moving. What we can sometimes find is as we look for intention, just like with a thought, it actually dissolves. Intention can be felt as energy. Sometimes it can be known as a, as a thought bubble, not even really with clear words, but just this movement in the mind. And the very awareness of it can actually bring release, letting go. We don't need to move or to scratch or to cough or whatever it is. Sometimes I've even been able to track the sneeze as it tickles in the nose, but the mindfulness being right there, that catharsis of the sneeze just doesn't happen. That mindfulness allows the release in a very gentle way. So not to, again, try to notice every intention, but just for this period of practice, if something is happening in the body that you normally would respond to with movement, can you notice what does that feel like in the body? And what happens when you notice the intention? You may choose to still move, to move the body, to rest it, to itch, to scratch, to you know, move the shoulders to release some tension. But the tracking is just the noticing. It's not so much the question whether you move or don't move. It's really this exploration. And in being mindful of something as subtle as intention, what we start to see is one of the secrets of mindfulness. It's not the finding that's important. It's the paying of attention. In the same way that we are mindful of emotions. It's not like we want to find something or even can find something solid and clear that is fear or gratitude or joy or sadness. It's the turning of attention with this sense of inquiry, of curiosity, that actually allows this practice to deepen. So I'll say more about working with intention in moving around at the end of the sitting. But for now, as usual, just inviting the sense of relaxation, of calm into the body and the mind. Using the breath to soften and 
bring ease into the bodily formations. And perhaps regularly checking in with the three questions that Utejaniya recommends that we ask. Am I aware? This is highlighting the aspect of attention that Guy spoke about. Am I aware? What am I aware of? Noticing how attention highlights some particular aspect, even though there's other things in the background, on the periphery, we're still knowing quite a wide variety of things, but there's this highlighting. And then lastly, what is my relationship to that? Is there acceptance or ease or equanimity? Or is is there some sense of objecting, controlling, manipulating, trying to get more pleasant, hold on to pleasant, push away unpleasant? Or some sense that this experience isn't good enough, isn't valuable because it's somewhat neutral, So we're on the search for something more interesting, something that helps define us, we can hold on to. This is delusion leading to bhava tanha, craving for becoming. So we just track the mindfulness, what we're paying attention to, how we're relating to that. And seeing how the mindfulness itself brings wisdom with it. When we notice there's holding on or aversion, the mindfulness naturally lets go a little. The experience may continue, but we're not so caught, not so lost, not so identified. We might get pulled in again to the story, But then mindfulness arrives again. People often ask the question, why do I get lost so easily? Why do I get pulled away into stories, thoughts of past and future? Well, I think the easy answer is that's our habit. We've trained our mind to do that. The more interesting question is, why do I come back? What allows mindfulness to arise again? And there's not really an answer to that. We don't control that. It's not through force of will. When we're lost, we're lost. But more moments of mindfulness condition other moments of mindfulness. The more we recognize mindfulness, know we're aware and what we're aware of, the more likely it is that there'll be other moments of mindfulness arising in places where previously we might have gotten lost or stuck for some time. But the mindful f- mindfulness factor in the mind has been strengthened. So we recognize mindfulness arising. Am I aware? What am I aware of? And then including in that awareness the subtle noticing of intention. If that's helpful for you, 
especially if you have the urge to move, to adjust posture, to itch, scratch. Where do you feel that? How do you know you want to move? Just exploring that gently, with ease, letting it go completely if it's not helpful, not where your attention is naturally drawn to. Open, spacious, kind, accepting awareness. All of the phenomena of the six sense doors arising and passing, not resisting, not holding on, but knowing what's happening. 